We all want some level of safety and security. Firefighters, construction workers, EMT. They're all there when you need them to help manage life's chaos. In retirement, you want that same level of safety, but who is there for you to make sure your money will last? Brian isn't just there in case of emergency. He's there so you don't have an emergency with your money. A safer retirement doesn't mean a boring retirement, but a prepared one full of the things that inspire you. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker. Welcome to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. Brian, not here today. Aaron Ray will be handling the duties of radio today for the team at Decker Retirement Planning. And Aaron's been on the program several times with Brian before. Uh, Aaron, you excited? I mean, you don't have to listen to Brian. It's all you today. <laughs> oh, I love it, Mark. No, he does a great job. I enjoy uh, I enjoy our banter back and forth. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to spend some time with you today. So thanks for teeing it up. So here you go, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. If you'd like to learn more about Brian, Aaron, and the team at Decker Retirement, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And as I say every week, under the heading, if you go to that website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, under the heading of Safer Retirement Education, there's about 12 different things you can download, and it's just there for your information. There's no cost. There's no obligation. There's no pressure of any sort. It's just really there for your information, including Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. So check that out. If you want to learn about different areas of retirement, got 12 different things you can download. Uh, they're books and useful guides available to you. So again, their website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, under the heading of Safer Retirement Education. You'll find all of those, and you can download whatever you would like. And of course, if you have any questions from what Aaron talks about today, you'd like to learn more, how does that really impact me and my family's retirement? Uh, great opportunity to call the team. There's no cost to chat with them. 833-707-3030. We'll give you that number throughout the program. Aaron, what are you going to talk about today? You're, you're in charge today, so I just got to follow your lead. <laughs> so today, uh, with everything going on in the markets, uh, the economy, the geopolitical situation, I thought it was prudent to talk a little bit about those different topics. So I want to dive into some of the risks financially, the risks specifically to our retiree clientele, and then tie that a little bit closer to what it actually is that we do for our clients and how that would uh, tie to them specifically on how we could help them. So with everything going on, there's lots of things on people's minds and hopefully I'll be able to address some of those things and put, uh, put their minds at ease a little bit. So I wanted to start just by talking a little bit about the economy, uh, where the markets are at, things of that nature. So yeah. everybody I feel like has been keeping much uh, or paying much closer attention to the markets recently. We've had a lot of volatility. Um, I know that the the major indexes do have positive returning years so far this year, but the last few weeks has been a little scary. There's been a lot more volatility. Um, and then especially with all of the geopolitical things going on recently, there's a lot of questions um, on everybody's mind, on my mind as well, about how this is all going to play out. So um, I wanted to start and just talk a little bit about the the markets and how they're doing. So if you look at the markets, especially the S&P this year, it's had uh, a good uh, performing year this so far. I think it's 12, 14%, something like that up so far this year. However, if you look at the makeup of where those gains have come from, it's very, very lopsided. Um, one of the charts that we have in our newsletter this week is around how the 10 largest companies in the S&P 500 make over a third of the index right now. 
which is very, very lopsided. The last time that that weighting happened was in the late 1990s, early 2000s, and we all know what happened next. The tech bubble burst, and over the course of the next three years, the S&P was down about 40%. So um, although there have been some really great gains this year, if you look at the rest of the 490, 500 companies outside of the 10 largest, some of those haven't performed so well. A lot of the, the gains are coming from those individual 10 companies and Obviously, that's great for now, but eventually everything is going to come home to roost and we're going to have to make up for that in the rest of those companies. So the the second thing that I wanted to hit on was around how inflation has been a difficult thing so far. I mean, obviously, that was super scary a year and a half ago when we hit the, the 9.6%. That's That trend has started to come down, but we're not quite where the Fed wants to be yet. And uh, you showed me a couple or had me listen to a couple clips from Jerome Powell. If you want to throw those on just to kind of provide some context as to where I'm going with this, that'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely, Aaron. And you think about this, Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve chair, has certainly kind of been on the hot seat since 2022 when he said, wow, this inflation is probably transitory. It's not going to, it's going to be here and kind of go. Well, he was mm-hmm. wrong there. So they've been fighting inflation by raising the interest rate levels. They've done it seven times, or they did it seven times in 2022, a total of 4.25%. Well, so far in 2023, they've raised it four times a quarter percent, so 1% more. So now since 2022, interest rates have gone up 5.25%. doesn't mean that's what we're seeing in credit cards or mortgages or anything else, but Mm -hmm. that's kind of where we started. So Jerome Powell was asked, okay, do you think you're getting a pretty good handle as the chair of the Federal Reserve on inflation? The interest rate hikes, are they working? We want to see convincing evidence, really, that we have reached the appropriate level and we've seen progress and we welcome that. But, you know, we need to see more progress before we'll be willing to reach that conclusion. Okay, so, Mr. Powell, do you think you're going to raise interest rates? You did not in your September meeting. You've done it four times in 2023. Do you think you're going to raise interest rates before we get to the end of the year? We'll see that a majority of participants believe that it is more likely than not that it will be appropriate for us to raise rates one more time in the two remaining meetings this year. So, Aaron, there's two meetings left. They did not raise interest rates, and they've done it four times. They did it in February. They did it in March. They did it in May. did it in July, a quarter percent each time. They did not do it in the September meeting. There is no, well, the meeting is end of October, 1st of November is when they're going to meet the next time. And then they'll meet in December for the final time for this year. So it sounds to me like they're probably going to raise interest rates a quarter percent November 1st. That's kind of what it sounds like. What does that do to everything that you're talking about? Yeah, great question. So it's one of those things where you hit it right on the head. Earlier, the Jerome Powell and all of the officials were saying, ah, inflation is probably not going to be a big deal. There's a couple of things. Supply chains are going to start to loosen up. All of these other things they made excuses for. Obviously, that wasn't the case. We, we had major inflation and uh, they've done a decent job getting that under control so far. And it seems like they're serious about making sure that that stays. What they really don't want to have happen is, hey, job's done. Everybody get a pat on the back. And then, ah, oh, crap, inflation went up to five, six, seven percent again. And now they got to restart that process over going on this yo-yo journey um, as far as interest rates and the economy go. So, It sounds like the messaging has been very clear so far that they are comfortable keeping the interest rates higher for a longer period of time. I remember earlier this year, a lot of the uh, the pundits were thinking that they may stop raising interest rates towards middle of 2023. And some people were even projecting cuts during this year, which obviously isn't going to happen. But with the, the rest of the meetings this year, if they do raise interest rates one more time, it'll likely be a quarter point. 
Um, I don't think that that will have a dramatic impact right off the bat. I think what's going to be but much more But do you think that the impact- meeting or just Jerome Powell saying that we are going to raise interest rates one more time has led to that recent volatility maybe? It's had some impact? Yeah, I think a lot of the major institutions are coming to the realization that interest rates are not going to go back down to low levels as quickly as they originally expected. So a lot of people thought, hey, they're going to jack up the interest rates super high. We're going to get that inflation down in a very, very reasonable period of time. And then we're going to be able to just go back to the super low interest rates, open credit, all of the free money, essentially, that we had previously. And I think they're coming to the realization that that may not be the case. A lot of times, or a lot of what I've uh, heard recently is that it's higher for longer. Fed is okay keeping interest rates higher, especially where they've seen a couple other things work in their favor. One, usually when they have a steep interest rate increase, it causes a lot of problems in the job market, meaning that an unemployment rate almost always takes a huge uptick upwards. And that uh, has some triggering effects going on. But if you look at the job growth over the course of the last year, and especially the most recent report, the non-farm payroll report, uh, I think it was just a couple weeks ago that it came out, was actually double what they were expecting. And so even though the interest rates have stayed higher and will probably continue to stay a little bit higher than most people expected, with the positive or the, I guess, the stability that has come through the job market, they're not super concerned about starting to uh, lower the interest rates as quickly as possible. So, I mean, the other part of this that I think had, you know, we've been talking about, well, does this mean we're going to go into a recession? And we talked about it from the start of 2023 because of the inflation of 2022, the interest rate hikes, will we have a recession? And there are people that probably could say we've been in a recession from time to time, I suppose, uh, even this year. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of leading us to maybe a more realistic picture of 2024. We're going to be in some type of recession. Yeah, there's a couple different ways to look at this. Um, and obviously, everybody has their own opinion. But the way that we view it is um, to, to kind of provide some context here. If you look back historically on the S&P 500, there have been multiple time periods where valuations for the markets are super high. And then we go into one of these stagnant or uh, volatility induced fluctuating market periods. So for example, in 1929, it took about 17 years to get your money back if you just passively held the S&P 500. 1964, same thing. There was an 18-year time period after that where you barely broke even. November of 1999 took about 14 years to get your money back. And then in November of 2021, we hit 31 times trailing earnings on the S&P. So if history repeats and we here at Decker believe that it's very likely to, we are looking at a range-bound market for the next 10 to 15 years. What that really means for, for our listeners here is that if you are stuck in a range-bound market for the next 10 to 15 years, you're not going to have any gains on the current money that you have invested in those major indexes. There's a, It'll go up, it'll go down, we'll have a recession, it'll bounce back a little bit. But you'll see this kind of just range bound in a, in a kind of narrow channel for a while. And that's hard, especially if you are within, I don't know, five, five to seven years of retiring. If all of a sudden you don't make any money on your equity based investments, that can derail a lot of plans. If you want to hit a certain income goal or retire at a certain age. And uh, that's really what we're here to, to talk a little bit about, make you aware of those problems and those possibilities and how you can take some 
more control over your portfolio and actually put into place a plan that'll help prevent that for you. And we're certainly by the end of the program, Aaron's going to talk about how all of this really what it means to you, but also what the team at Decker Retirement can maybe help guide you a little bit. Maybe you have some questions. Hey, should I move some money from here to there? How do I do that? Especially with the, the top heavy index that Aaron was talking about, you know, the top 10 companies of the in the S&P 500 are the ones bringing in most of the returns. What about the other 490? Well, that's a challenge. So what should you be doing? Where should you be putting your money? Um, and everybody's situation is unique. There are people that are five to seven years out from retirement that really need to have a really good five to seven years uh, with their, their investments to be able to retire the way they want to. There are other people that have already won the game. They don't need it to go up at all. They're going to be good. So the idea is, where are you? What do you need to create the retirement that you've always dreamed of? Aaron Ray and the team at Decker Retirement, Brian J. Decker and the team, well, they're here to help. They don't know if they can help you until you reach out. They'd love to sit down with you, try to figure out where you are and how to maybe make things better for you, if that is at all possible. The number, and again, there's no cost for this, totally complimentary, 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. And I would think 15 minutes of your time just to have a quick phone call. Hey, here's some of the concerns and questions I have, Aaron. What do you think? Uh, that kind of a conversation. The next 20 or 30 years of your life, I think it's worth a 15-minute conversation. Then if Aaron and the team go, hey, what about this? What about that? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Or, hey, you've already won the game. You're good. Just You're good. You're, you can retire whenever you want to. That would be great to know. The idea is, where are we? Where am I? Where are we on that road to retirement? And this, this phone call could maybe get you started in finding those answers out. 833-707-3030. Again, it's the number to chat with Aaron Ray and the team at Decker Retirement Planning, 833-707-3030. Back with more with Aaron Ray right here on Safer Retirement Radio. Back right after this. Is the price tag on everything giving you sticker shock? From groceries to gas, the cost of living is skyrocketing. But if you think inflation is painful now, just wait till you retire. Ease inflation's impact on your retirement dreams by calling Brian and start preparing today. 833-707-3030. Again, that's 833-707-3030. Decker Retirement Planning has a question for you. Is your retirement inflation-proofed? Here's what we mean. In retirement, chances are you're on a fixed income with variable expenses. So how do you not run out of money when the cost of just about everything continues to go up? You inflation-proof it. Brian Decker and the team at Decker Retirement Planning can show you strategies to help combat inflation so it doesn't outpace your retirement income. Call Brian Decker today at 833-707-3030 to learn more. Inflation could take a huge chunk out of your retirement savings, but it doesn't have to. With some simple planning, inflation can go from being a major disruption to a minor annoyance. Call Brian and the team at Decker Retirement Planning now to start inflation-proofing your retirement today at 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. Investing involves risk. Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. 
Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Aaron Ray of Decker Retirement Planning. Again, you can find out more about Aaron and Brian J. Decker and the team by going to the website DeckerRetirementPlanning.com under the heading of Safer Retirement Education. 12 different things you could download, including Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. So a lot of information is out there if you just want to start gaining more knowledge about some of the challenges, uh, hopefully some of the great things that retirement can bring. But at the end of the day, you need a plan. That's the idea. You need a plan when it comes to your retirement. The Fed fighting inflation by raising interest rates. Well, we certainly learned that when the interest rate levels go up, bond values go down. So the Fed, and we played a soundbite from Jerome Powell saying that they are probably going to raise interest rates one more time before the end of the year. Well, they meet early November, end of October, November 1st time frame, and then they'll meet again in December. And he said, yeah, we're probably going to raise the interest rates one more time this year. So you would think it would be that November 1st meeting, not the one in December. So if they raise another quarter percent, what does that mean? So there's just a lot of moving parts. And then we've got Russia, Ukraine. We've got Israel versus the, the world of the Middle East. I mean, it's just crazy. A lot of moving parts affect the markets. There's no question about it. At the end of the day, Aaron, we can't really allow Washington or Wall Street to control our retirement. We have to understand the legislative risks that are out there. But at the end of the day, it's about you create a plan with whomever you're sitting down. And then the next person or couple you sit down with, the plan's probably going to be different to a great degree because they have different hopes and dreams and needs and all of that. Mm -hmm. But it really comes down to the plan, doesn't it? It does. Thank you for, for overviewing that, Mark, because it really is about the people that we meet with. Decker Retirement Planning is not a generalist financial planning firm. We have um, a core group of clients that we work with. But at the same time, we're, we're not a cookie cutter approach in the sense they're like, hey, I don't really care what your situation is. Here's what we do. Here's what we're going to sell you. Here's what we're going to talk about. And I don't really care what you say. Definitely not. My, my whole approach is, uh, from what I've seen in the industry, very backwards from the way that a lot of advisors approach it in the sense that I don't really know what you need or what we can do for you until we have an evaluative session. So we want to sit down talk with you about all of those important questions that I'm sure are on your mind. Am I going to be okay? Am I going to have enough money? If I have more than enough, what am I going to do with the excess? Where do I put it? How do I save as much as possible on taxes? Um, th th there's so many different aspects of putting together a final plan that it's not something that we're going to be able to do right off the bat, nor as a cookie cutter approach for our clients. So we have people that come from all sorts of situations. Some people are already retired. They just want to figure out a better way to be able to make sure their money lasts, to protect it from these different market cycles. We have other people that are three, five, seven years out from retirement, trying to make sure that they can hit those income goals at the point in time that they do retire, figuring out when that might be a possibility. Um, we have other people that are more geared towards legacy planning. They have enough income coming from different sources and they want to make sure they can maximize the amount they're going to give to charity or to their kids or other um, beneficiaries. So there's lots of goals, lots of concerns, lots of priorities that people have. And we want to make sure to address each of those things. But at the end of the day, what you're looking for is to have a positive outcome with your finances, right? And so with the people that we work with, we want to figure out what it is that you need, what your concerns are, and the best way to get you there. So a couple of things that are going to be important to everybody that we speak with are the market and how that's going to work in the future. We talked a little bit about um, some of the dangers earlier of high valuations in the market. One other point to this is um, looking at small cap indexes like the Russell 2000, out of the major indexes that we have, 
It's the only one that's had a losing year so far. It's down about two and a half percent this year. And so just another reason why you need to have a different approach to your retirement funds versus just the normal, hey, let's take it in an in index and just let it ride. Um, so a lot of people take that pie chart approach. They have hey, I just stick it into my 401k. They have these 15, 20 different options. I just let it sit. That works great when you have a 20, 30 year time span to be able to write out the volatility, let those funds get the longer term averages. But when you're either in or about to be in retirement, there's a lot of things that need to shift. The investment strategies need to shift. The investment vehicles need to shift. And the way that you allocate those funds for your specific goals also needs to shift. So a lot of things to think about as you're getting towards that point in your life. And when the markets get a little bumpy, it's a different thing. And, you know, you talked about the pie chart. There are certain advisors out there that our retirement plan is really a pretty picture of the pie chart. Here's your here's your monies. And just call us when you need to get some money. You know, you need a little money for a trip. Just call us. We'll send you the money. Mm-hmm. That is not a plan at all for retirement like you're talking about, is it? Nope, it's not. The two most common things that I hear as people go do their research and talk to other advisors are, one, they have some kind of pie chart approach, which is usually a passive buy and hold approach. They allocate to either all stocks or a mix of stocks and bonds, let it ride through the volatility and their distribution strategy, if I can even call it that, is a specific percentage per year or just random withdrawals from those accounts based off of needs. Um, that may work for you, but at the point in time that you're retiring and you want to make sure the money lasts you, most people aren't interested in just taking chances on that and hoping for the best. They want to have some security. They want to have some knowledge. They want to have some protection in place. So that's an important thing to consider. The second most common thing as I am talking to people that have had interactions with other advisors is that they don't really, the other advisors don't really understand their situation or they're just talking about some specific investment or investment vehicle that they're trying to sell. They they just, if you're a hammer, everything is a nail and they just want to do one approach for everybody or sell one specific product for everybody. And so our approach is very different where we want to put together a plan for you first. We don't talk about investment options up front. I'm not going to pitch you some specific product. We're going to talk about what needs you have from a planning perspective. And as we go through all of those details, narrow it down for you, figure out what things you do like, what you don't like, what we need adjusted, what things need to be tailored. Then once we, once we get a foundational structure in place, we can talk about what the investments and vehicles are that fit that plan. So we want to make sure that you have all of those different bases covered. So in comparing it specifically to the pie chart approach, there's a couple big differences that are beneficial for the people that we work with. Number one is you know why all of your money is invested where it is. In a pie chart approach, you are just focused on growth. And yeah, over a long period of time, that works pretty well for you. But when you need this money is income when you need to protect it, when you need some different things out of it than just having it set aside in a different account, the way that you go about investing those funds is a little bit different. So we want to make sure that we keep you retired. I don't think anybody's interested in retiring, staying that way for 10 years and then having to go back to work because they made some financial mishaps. So the way that we do that is by allocating funds to the appropriate categories. And we can only figure that out by going through the planning process and narrowing down that structure for you. So, so, yeah. So if you think about it, if you're going to sit down with, with Aaron and the team at Decker Retirement, think of it like it's a crossword puzzle. 
What is the key to putting the crossword puzzle together? It's a picture on the box. So when you're sitting down with Aaron and the team at Decker Retirement talking about your retirement, they need a picture of how you see your retirement. What do you need? Are you going to travel? What are you going to do? How are you going to spend your time? That is kind of the whole safer retirement process. It focuses on income planning and distribution planning, but there's also health care. There's legacy planning, Social Security, Medicare decisions. There's a lot of moving parts. If you'd like to sit down with Aaron and the team at Decker Retirement, just have a, just a, hey, here's where I'm going to see where I'm at. You know, can I retire? Uh, do I have enough? Will my money last? All those questions. It's 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. Totally complimentary. No cost for you. No pressure. No obligation. You come in and sit down with Aaron. Aaron's not calling you the next day going, what do you think? That's not how they operate. It's really a, a process. And it's all about you. But again, if you'd like to get started, 15-minute phone call. No cost to you. 833-707-3030. So a lot of moving parts there. Are there differences, Aaron, when you're sitting down with somebody that maybe is two years into retirement because they kind of did it on their own? I think I can handle this myself. I think I'm okay. Then they get a little nervous they're already retired versus somebody that's, say, two, three, four, five years out from retirement. Is it different? Yes, it is. So in either case, we have some similarities, but we want to make sure that those goals are tailored. So a lot of times when people are already retired, they have a pretty good idea about what their spending habits are. They know what they spend money on from a discretionary standpoint versus everyday expenses, their mortgage payment, food, all of that stuff. Um, and they have certain goals that they want to hit in that, uh, in that standpoint. When looking at people that are not yet retired, a lot of times what we're trying to figure out is when is the point in time that you can retire? So sometimes it's based off of a specific age. They're like, look, I don't really care what my income is. I know I want to retire by 65 and I'm just going to spend whatever I'm able to spend at that point in time. Other people have more of a focus on hitting certain income goals. They say, okay, I need X amount per year or X amount per month. And we help them with our math-based plans figure out the point in time that they'd be able to hit those specific income goals. And so being a very math-based, numbers-based firm provides us a lot of ways to be able to help people get the information they need to make decisions. Because at the end of the day, you want to have certainty, right? Going into retirement and just winging it, while it can work, is can be it's difficult from a peace of mind standpoint to do that. So as far as the planning process goes, it's really tailored towards what people want and how we're able to help them get there. So being an, an analytical person by nature myself, I really like being able to show people, hey, here's exactly what the numbers say. It's not just my opinion. It's not something I'm making up. It's not my best guess. It is based off the math, based off the numbers. And so being able to do that provides a lot of surety both to me in my advice and in the people that we're working with to make sure that they can rely on those from a spending and an income standpoint. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So when you think about it, it's really about your plan. And everybody's plan is different. Your your plan is different than your neighbors, your relatives. It's it's all about you and your family. How can the team at Decker Retirement help you? So you need a plan, number one. Number two, you need to optimize your income, right? Got no more paychecks coming in because we're not working. So where's our money coming from? You have to income, you have to optimize your income after taxes. Risk reduction is a big part of this. We're in we're now not working, so we just can't go work extra to make you know overtime pay. How do we re reduce the risk? And some of us can reduce the risk. Some of us still need more income. So it's kind of a moving part here, depending upon who Marin and the team are sitting down with. We'd love to reduce our taxes, but we know we have to pay our fair share. Uh, portfolio optimization, liquidity, all of these are factors when it comes to you and your retirement. You want to sit down with the team at Decker Retirement, Aaron Ray and the team? Give them a call. There's no cost. 833-707-3030. 
833-707-3030. It might be one of the more important phone calls you make. 833-707-3030. More of Safer Retirement Radio with Aaron Ray of Decker Retirement Planning right after this. Interest rates are on the rise. So what does that mean for your retirement? Find out by calling Brian and the team at Decker Retirement Planning. 833-707-3030. That's 833-707-3030. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Aaron Ray of Decker Retirement Planning. You can always go to the website to learn more, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Uh, 833-707-3030. If the whole world and the markets and the inflation and the interest raises, all those kind of things going on have got you nervous, well, it's really about you. We don't want Washington and Wall Street to dictate what we can do in retirement. We have to understand the legislative risk, and that's certainly what Aaron and Brian and the team at Decker Retirement certainly can help guide you with because they understand that they have to follow it. But we really want to go enjoy our retirement, whether it's traveling, whether it's playing golf, fishing, whatever it is, whatever you want to do, uh, that's what you really want to focus on more than worrying about the world, probably. Um, there's just a lot of moving parts. If you'd like to sit down with the team, 833-707-3030. Uh, it starts with a 15-minute phone call. I think we all have 15 minutes when we're talking about the next 20, 30 year plus years of our life to t- chat with the team at Decker Retirement. Hey, here's some of the concerns I have, Aaron. Here's What do you think of this? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really sure what I should do. 833-707-3030. Aaron, certainly one of the things that you and Brian have discussed when, when Brian's with you, and just Brian is discussed pretty much every week, is the importance of having income that is guaranteed when we get to retirement. And I know you have, it's, it's different than just having them, all the money's in the market and we just pull a certain percentage every year because we know the markets aren't guaranteed. They can go up and down, they can stay flat, and they can do a lot of different things. But we have guaranteed income like we do with our paychecks while we're working. We'd certainly love that in retirement. Talk a little bit about principal guaranteed portfolios that you help people create. Yeah, I'd love to. This is actually one of my favorite parts of what it is that we do for our clients. So in every plan that we create for people, in every typical plan, there's usually three to four main sections. Um, We have an emergency cash bucket. We want to make sure that you have a cash reserve set aside. We have what are called principal guaranteed accounts. Now, this is the safe portion of your portfolio. So a lot of people in the typical pie chart approach view the bond portion or bond portfolio, uh, bond fund portion of their portfolio as the safer conservative portion. Now, last year, especially in 2022, some people saw that that unfortunately isn't always the safe or conservative portion where um, you mentioned earlier, Mark, that interest rates and bond funds have an inverse relationship, whereas interest rates rise, bonds and bond funds lose money. So a lot of those bond portfolios last year lost 20 to 30%, sometimes even more than the equity or stock-based portion of your portfolio, depending upon your investment. So with our safe portion or the principal guaranteed accounts, we want to make sure that they don't have that same level of interest rate risk, that they don't end up taking a double-digit loss if the Fed decides to raise interest rates again in the future. So the way that we do that is by putting into place what are called principal guaranteed accounts. Now, these can come in a variety of different vehicles, but what they all have in common is they can't lose money. They don't have market exposure, so it's not going to be directly dependent on whether the S&P went up or down, and they can provide income for you. So these are the specific vehicles that we use 
during the retirement years to make sure that that income stream is consistent for you. So we really don't want to have, hey, S&P went up this year. Oh, I guess we're going to be able to increase your income. Or ah, we, we had a losing year. SB is down 20%. Looks like you're going to have to take an income cut. Nobody wants to have their income flip-flopping all over the place, depending upon how the market did in any given year. So what those principal guaranteed accounts do for you is they provide protection on the downside to make sure you can't have big losses and they're able to provide income for you and growth over time so you can have more consistency with those funds in retirement. So it really helps to be able to provide not only an expectation of what you're going to receive income wise, but also the stability that you know this money is going to last you for the next 20, 34 years, depending upon how long you go through retirement. So we see a lot of value in just showing you the numbers and the way that we do that. But at the end of the day, the goal is to give you protection and, and income from those different vehicles. If you'd like to learn more, it's 833-707-3030. Everybody's situation is unique. You think about it. I would, I would imagine, Aaron, tell me if you think this is right. Most people that are working would have probably at least 90% of their money sitting in 401ks and IRAs. Would you buy mm -hmm. that? Yep, I would. Okay. There are rare exceptions, but for the most part, people build good habits of Hey, I get my paycheck every two weeks. I dump X percent into my 401k. My employer matches that. And then they just let it sit till they get to, uh, get to that point in time in retirement when they actually need the money. So you think about the principal guaranteed part of that, where you have money coming in. You think of, okay, Social Security would certainly be one of those. Uh, pension, if you're lucky enough to have one of those. There are insurance tools that you can create your own, uh, really your own pension plan. But you think about it, if you build a financial house, you think about the foundation, right? That's the core of the house. Tornado comes, hurricanes come, whatever. The foundation typically is still there. That's what you want in your retirement, that you have a foundation of the guaranteed income that's coming in month after month, no matter what's happening in the markets. So, for example, maybe you'd have 50% of your money that is safe and guaranteed. 30% is up in the walls where there's a little bit of risk, but it's not like, you know, Bitcoin or going to Vegas and letting it all ride on black. I mean, it's not that. Uh, but say 30% is there, and then 20% is up in the roof where it's a little bit more volatile. But that's the money we don't need for 10 years or 15 years or whatever. It's down the road. It's got time to survive the ups and downs of the market. If you'd like to learn more, it's 833-707-3030. Again, complimentary to chat with the team at Decker Retirement, 833-707-3030. And that's kind of a big switch, I would think, from our working years where we just keep pumping into our 401ks and IRAs and the like, uh, and a lot of risk there, obviously. But that's what we're all been told to do. We need to grow our money to be able to retire someday. When you get to retirement, it's it's kind of a big switcheroo from the you know all at risk to, hey, let's cut our risk in half. So if we're at 50% in the foundation, Aaron, I would say then if the markets go down, well, that's on 50% of our money, not 100% of our money. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's, uh, that's a pretty good description where we basically take the general accumulation investment strategy, meaning the working years, and kind of flip that on its head. Because during their working years, most of our clients had anywhere from 70 to 100% of their savings or retirement funds in some type of a passive approach. Now, that works great over a long time period and when you have your wages coming in to supply for living expenses. But when you now, A, don't have your wages coming in anymore, and B, don't have the same time horizon, shifting to more protected investment vehicles is crucial to make sure that you're not just flipping a coin on whether the market's going to work in your favor over the course of your retirement years. So we put a majority of the funds in those principal guaranteed accounts. And what that does for you is 
let's say there is a recession next year or two years from now or five years from now or whenever it comes in the future, uh, it's very likely that there'll be at least two or three more major market downturns in your retirement years. You typically come every seven to 10 years. And so if you have a 30, 40 year time horizon, very likely that that'll happen. And what's going to happen at those time periods is if you have protection vehicles in place, you are not going to take those major losses like the rest of people um, that have just stuck with a pipe chart approach would. It's not going to cause you to have to sell your house, move in with your kids, take drastic income cuts. You're going to take a loss or maybe not even a loss on a much smaller portion of your overall portfolio because you have those protection vehicles in place, those principal guaranteed accounts, and that makes up the majority of your funds. So the, the one thing I also want to hit on here is that when we say principal guaranteed accounts, this is not just taking all your cash out of the uh, the bank or your 401k and shoving it in your mattress. We still also have a focus on growth where, yes, the protection is important, but we also want to make sure that we are giving you a good rate of return on those investment vehicles so that you can continue to beat inflation, grow your earning power, continue to have an increased amount to spend later on down the road. So we want to match all of those goals together of protecting the funds first, providing you income, and still being able to get a good rate of return on those. And as difficult or as um, as much as it's been hard for the Fed to, to raise interest rates and the impact that's had on the economy, it's actually been a very good thing for these principal guaranteed accounts. You think about, I don't know, two, three years ago, what, what rate did you get on a CD? It almost wasn't even worth looking at, right? It was 0.2% for a, for a year, two years. Um, and now with the, the interest rate rise, there's a lot of these principal guaranteed accounts that have good rates of return. Um, I mean, if you look just at early CDs, those are 5 6%. And then longer dated investment products that we have are actually earning more in the 6 to 8% range. So if you think about long-term equity returns of 9 to 10 9 to 11%, it's not too far off and you don't have to deal with the volatility. You don't have to deal with major losses or big losing years. So there's a lot of advantage to having some of your portfolio in these types of instruments. You know, Aaron, you think about it, you sit down with a lot of people over your time at Decker Retirement and you sit down with somebody that say, let's say they need, I don't know, $7,000 of income month after month to be good, right? And they've mm -hmm. got, you know, 4,000 coming in from a pension. Uh, the husband and wife have 2,000 each coming in on social security. Well, now they've got 8,000. They only need seven. They're, they're in really good shape. The problem is if you need seven and you've got 4,000 coming in guaranteed with Social Security, uh, for example, because you don't have a pension, well, now you're three short every month. That, those are the challenges because you sit down with both of those types of people, right? Correct. Yep. Either side. So, so it's one of those. Oh, go ahead, Mark. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a different type of planning depending upon the situation of whomever you're sitting down with. Yes, it is. And that's really why we do that evaluation at the beginning is because if I sit there and I talk to you about income, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to be able to get you all this. And then you look at me and you're like, well, I have more money than I'm spending already. Why do I need any of this stuff? I've just wasted a bunch of your time, right? That's not my intention. I want to make sure that whatever we do help you with is tailored towards the specific client. So We'll talk a little bit about those things. If you are in a situation where you have more money than you need, say you have uh, additional income sources that are coming in, you may have rental income, a pension, um, payouts from other different sources. So security is going to be a part of most of our clients' uh, income sources. 
all of those things are taken into consideration, then we shift a little bit more into, okay, well, what is the goal for the excess money? Do you want to increase your spending habits? Go take those expensive vacations, buy a new car, uh, go buy a vacation home, whatever that may be. Or do you want to have it as charity over the course of your life? Go do some volunteer work, help your kids out, um, go do other things from a charitable standpoint. Or do you want to build it up for inheritance? Make sure that your kids or other beneficiaries receive as much as possible. There's a lot of different ways to account for that money if people have excess income. Obviously, that's a great situation to be in. And the goal at the end of the day is to figure out what you do want to do with the money and how we can help you get there. Now, whether that's through protection vehicles, risk vehicles, um, a number of other investment strategies or types, there's lots of ways to be able to tailor that piece of it as well. I would think a big part, too, in that scenario where somebody does have more income available to them than they actually need, right, which is a great situation to be in. But one of the things that we, we know is we don't want to be taxed on money that we're not using. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of watch where if you, you get some, you have income coming in, you don't need it all. You don't put it back somewhere where it's going to get taxed again, right? I mean, that, that's a moving part. Yeah. Tax strategies are a big part of what we do as well. At the end of the day, you want to keep as much as you can, right? Like, I mean, I like roads and the police and the fire department as much as everybody else, but I don't want to just willy nilly pay more taxes than I have to. So that is a big part of what we cover as well, that not only do we put the investment vehicles into place that are going to help you achieve whatever those goals are. While we're doing that, we also want to account for the tax types of money that you have, how those interact with those investment vehicles that we're helping you put into place. If there's a better vehicle or investment strategy based off the tax type of money, whether it's after tax, like just funds you have sitting in your bank account, Roth IRA funds, 401k or traditional IRA funds, there's so a lot of things to consider when looking at the investment vehicles as well. The one thing that's real, well, there's a few things that are real painful, but if you end up with a whole bunch of money at the end of your life and it's all in pre-tax funds or you're over the estate tax limit and now you owe 40% to the U.S. government, that can be a little bit painful. So we want to make sure to look at all of those different aspects, not only the investment type, but how that's going to interact with your specific tax type of money that's going to be important on maximizing the value that you receive or your beneficiaries receive out of that over the long run. So think about it. Let's say you're, I don't know, three to five years out from retirement. Are you going to be in that category of, well, I've got more income than I even need or than we even need. We're going to be good. Or, boy, I think I'm going to be a little bit shy. How do I make up that difference? Everybody's situation is unique, and that's how Aaron and the team at Decker Retirement look at it. So when they build the retirement plan for you, it is about you, not the person that comes in after them or the one that just left right before you came in. It's about you. How can they help you have more confidence, more clarity into your retirement picture? Again, the number. There's no cost for this. Totally complimentary. 833-707-3030-833-707-3030. Thirty thirty, And again, we're talking about the next 20, 30 years of your life. And now let's say you've never really sat down with a retirement planner. Maybe you've had a broker that's helped you grow your money, which is great. Maybe you have an insurance agent over here that's really helped your family with coverage for your home and your car and all that kind of stuff. That's great. Retirement planning is different. Why not sit down with a retirement planning team like Brian J. Decker and the team have created at Decker Retirement? 833-707-3030 again is the number. Totally complimentary. Again, one of the more important phone calls you can make. 833-707-3030. Back with our final segment of Safer Retirement Radio with Aaron Ray right after this. 
Do you have a proper legacy plan for your family? The team at Decker Retirement Planning can help you leave behind more than just memories and dust. Call 833-707-3030. That's 833-707-3030. Have you noticed the market's roller coaster ride lately? Even a single day's dip can significantly impact your retirement. If the idea of shielding your nest egg from market volatility resonates with you, it's time to talk to the experts at Decker Retirement Planning. Call us now at 833-707-3030. Our unique approach aims to dial down the risk, keeping about 25 to 30% of your assets at risk instead of the conventional 60-40 pie chart. At Decker Retirement Planning, we don't use a pie chart. We strive to offer you a detailed retirement income plan. It's about seeing the bigger picture, aligning your investments to your long-term goals and making informed decisions. Whether you're new to retirement planning or already have a plan, we can help. Call Decker Retirement today to learn about the six things we do well for our clients that all financial advisors should be doing. Call 833-707-3030 today. That's 833-707-3030. Investment advisory and insurance services offered through Decker Retirement Planning, Inc., a registered investment advisor. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Aaron Ray of Decker Retirement Planning. Again, you can learn more on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And when you go there, under the heading of Safer Retirement Education, there's about 12 different things you can download, including Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. There's a three principles of retirement book, the checklist challenge, sample income plan. Those are just four of the 12 things you can download. But it's really there just for your information. You want to learn more about retirement and planning and all of that. It's right there. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com under the heading of Safer Retirement Education. Download whatever you'd like. Uh, Brian's book would be a great place to start, the Decker approach. Uh, if you have questions, though, you, you're like, you know, I've never really sat down with somebody that got, went into all these areas, income, investment, taxes, healthcare, legacy planning, Social Security, Medicare, all of the moving parts in retirement. I probably should do that before I retire. 833-707-3030. Again, there's no cost for this chat. 833-707-3030. Thirty thirty. I'm Mark Kelly. Glad you're with us, Aaron. All right, we're going to talk a little offense, defense, and we certainly know that in football or baseball, any sport, you better have a good offense, but you better have good defense as well. And that's kind of when you're talking about principal guaranteed to a degree. That's kind of playing defense. Some of our money that's in the markets is playing offense, but we need both typically. How do you break that all down? Passive management, which is like put your money in the four hundred one k and never look at it again and just hope it all works. Uh, active management where somebody's going in and market's doing this, so we're going to do that to counterbalance. There's a lot of moving parts here. Yeah, and that, uh, that encompasses two main categories when we talk about the, the offensive and the defensive side. The first is on the actual allocation of where the funds go from an investment vehicle standpoint. So what I mean by that is we want to have a large portion of your overall retirement funds allocated to those principal guaranteed accounts. Now, what that does for you is that provides a lot of protection to those funds, especially in losing or volatile market conditions, but it also helps from an income standpoint when you're taking those retirement distributions. The risk or the equity stock-based portion of your portfolio is more on the offensive side there by having allocation to equity or stock-based investments. But even considering the equity or stock-based investments, there's lots of ways to go about that. There's people that like to just passively invest in the indexes, which is what most of you have probably done for your 401k funds. 
There's people that try to pick individual stocks. They may try to balance between different sectors. Um, they may do much more trading and, and try to rotate in, in and out of things on a daily or a weekly basis. Other people just let it sit and ride the volatility of the markets. There's so many different ways to approach how you invest your funds, especially when looking for growth as the main priority. So a couple of things to consider there. Well, yes, you do have a number of years left in retirement. You may be 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, depending upon the time period in which you retire. However, you want to make sure to maximize the growth while limiting the volatility of that. So I mentioned this earlier in the, in the show here, but there have been multiple time periods over the last hundred years where you invest in the major indices, S&P, NASDAQ, whatever you uh, have selected. And then it takes you 10 to 15 years just to break even. Um, the, the most recent one was the early 2000s. If you look at the late 1990s, we had all of the tech bubble stuff happen. We're down about 40%. We get a little bit of recovery, but then in 08, the real estate bubble burst and we're down another 40%. So it took about 14 years from 2000 to about 2014 just to break even on your passive investments there. Now in retirement, if you take a 10, 15 year period and you don't make any money on a significant portion of your overall investment portfolio, that's painful. And a lot of times it causes reductions in income, changing lifestyles, other things that you may not want to do. So one of the ways that we help still have access to the market, but not leave you subject to those big range bound markets is an active managed strategy for investing in the equity markets. So this is something that we want to make sure that we can perform better than those passive strategies, right? Where especially with our viewpoint of the next 10 to 15 years being a flat cycle where you may not make much or anything, we want to make sure that we can help you manage that throughout the different cycles. So as an example of how this works, if you think about the early 2000s when the S&P was down about 40%, the major indexes were having a rough go, but there were a lot of specific sectors that did very, very well. Healthcare did well, real estate did well, biotech did well. So even though the major indexes or the larger market isn't performing super well or may have what seems to be a recession, there's always little pockets or little areas that do perform well, even in losing market cycles from a major index standpoint. So that's really what we want to target. It's one of those things that can help you make a massive difference over the course of 30 years. If you actually make some money over the course of 10 to 15 years in that flat market cycle versus having that break-even period there. So you mentioned offensive and defensive strategies. We want to make sure that we have tailored our equity and risk investments to meet the type of market cycle that we're in. And so the way that we're doing that is by having two quote unquote teams that we go to four different market cycles. So one of them we call the offensive team. And these are the investment models that we use when the S&P is in an uptrend, when it's performing well, like it is this year. We have a separate group of investment models that we use when the S&P is in a downtrend, when it's not performing well. Um, and those have a very specific goal of protecting capital and helping to make some money in poor performing market years. Because Mark, as I'm sure you're aware, if you take a 20, 30, 40% loss, it is not a 20, 30, 40% gain to get back to break even. It's 30, 40, 60%, depending upon how big of a hole you've dug. So sometimes in retirement, 
not losing is much more helpful than having those big volatility years where you may go down 20%, up 30%, um, having the swings back and forth there. You know, when you mentioned that, that, that really is amazing because I, I remember uh, somebody said, okay, well, here's the deal. You, you gained 50% this year and the next year you lost 50%. And my first thought was, okay, well, I'm even. Well, no. And it doesn't matter if it was reversed. If I lost 50% the first year and I gained 50% back the next year, it ends, ends up being the same. So if you have $100 and you gain 50%, you now have 150 The next year you lose 50%, you're down to 75 right? If you even flip-flop it, if I go from 100 to 50 and I gain 50, I'm $25 more. I'm still at 75 So losing 50 and gaining 50 is not equal. If you lose 10% in the market, you only need 11% to get it back. So it's the amount of loss you have. If you lose 30%, you need 43% to get back to even. That's why it took so long for people in the dot-com bubble bursting, the Great Recession, because they lost 30, 40, 50%. It takes time to get it back. You need, if you lose 50%, you've got to have 100% return the next year to get back to even. That's not very normal, right? That's hard to do. If you'd like to sit down with Aaron and the team at Decker Retirement, again, it's 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. And again, it's complimentary. There's no cost to you. 833-707-3030. All right, Aaron, you got about two minutes left. What do you want to kind of to pull all of this you've covered today and, and bring it all into a kind of our final thoughts on it? Yeah. So just touching on one thing that you mentioned there, and then I'll, uh, I'll kind of wrap up here. So you talked about the, the differences in gaining and losing. And one thing that I, I feel like needs to be talked about is a longer term time horizon where everybody's all happy about the fact that the, the, the S&P, the NASDAQ, some of those are having really good years. I mean, if you look at the S&P, it's up about 13%, NASDAQ's up about 28 But if you look at it in a longer time scale, last year, the S&P was down about 19%, which means if you're looking from the beginning of January 2022 to now, you're still at about a 9% loss, even though the S&P's had a good year. Same thing with the NASDAQ. With a uh, 33% loss last year, 28% gain this year, you're still at a loss of about 14%. So it's one of those things where you want to take a longer term view of these instead of just, hey, what happened this day, this week, this month? It's much more important, especially after you stop working, to take a longer term view of these things and put into place the appropriate vehicles, plan, and uh, investment strategy to make sure that that can last you. So to kind of wrap everything up, I just want to invite people to come and talk to us. Again, it's a no obligation thing. We want to make sure that we can provide value if we can. If you're doing great and you have a good strategy, we'd love to be able to validate that and send you on your way. At the end of the day, I care about you. I care about your well-being. I want to make sure that we provide the best service possible, and I'm a fiduciary. If I can help you, I'll tell you. If I can't help you, I'll tell you. But either way, like Mark says, it's a 15-minute phone call. We want to make sure that we provide value if we can, um, send you on your way if we can't, and uh, make sure that you are set up for a good retirement. And I think even one of the keys, even if they can't really help you, maybe they can certainly give you some ideas on what could help you. Uh, so not everybody that calls is going to become a client of Decker Retirement. But the idea is you need to take that step. Find out where you are. That's what I think is one of the remember the old MasterCard commercial that's priceless. That's what I think this call is priceless. You're going to find out where you are. Get some clarity into your retirement picture. But you won't know that. If you don't sit down with a retirement planning team like Decker Retirement Planning, 833-707-3030 again is the number. Complimentary call again, no cost to you, 833-707-3030. Aaron, appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a great week. We'll be back with more next week of Safer Retirement Radio. 
Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Decker Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Decker Retirement Planning. This radio show is a paid placement.